Hi, good morning. It's Sunday, November 15th, and I'm Aya Wimala here in Illinois, part of Blue Lotus Buddhist Temple. And it's a stormy, wintry day. No snow for us, but uh, the kind of day where it's much nicer to be inside than outside. Kind of, It's a blustery day. So this is a day when it doesn't feel so bad trying to stay in because of the pandemic. So it's a good day to read. It's a good day to study, to just observe, to be an observer, to watch it all. So I hope your day is good and gives you that uh, time to have some time to yourself. Today, before we do a meditation, and I'd like to do a body scan today, I'd like to read something from the book that we're using in book, the book club, Pema Children's Welcoming the Unwelcome. And our next book group is on November 23rd, Monday. That's Thanksgiving week, the, the Monday before Thanksgiving. Um, and it's uh, 5.30 to 6.30 Central Time, so if you'd like to join us. I think you still have to, there's no charge, but you do still have to get an Eventbrite ticket, but you just get the ticket to get the link sent to you, and they send it uh, like 30 minutes or an hour before the class begins, so it's really handy for you. But I wanted to read something in this one, and it, when, I, when I found it, I realized it also coincided with a conversation I had with a dear friend this morning, and also a talk from a monk in Canada with a group uh, on a Uber conference this morning with a group of uh, Western Buddhist nuns from around the country, and the topic of the talk was on emptiness, and then the phone conversation following that that I had was on emptiness. And for some reason, this even resonates with that finding, and you'll see as I read it. So this is about, the chapter is speaking from our, our shared humanity. And i just like to read maybe a page of this. The Dhamma always brings us back to ourselves. Before we can heal others with our speech, we need to get a handle on our own mind and its propensities. This is why bodhisattvas long to attain enlightenment, to wake up fully so they can be of greatest benefit to others. We all want our communication to be helpful, but when we sit and look within, we may notice that we're the mirror image of the people we want to help. We begin to say, my goodness, how alike we are. All are. Maybe those other people aren't that much more neurotic than I am. Here's an example of wise and honest self-reflection. A young Jewish woman I know spent a summer in Israel. She found herself in an environment with a lot of conflict, especially about political views. Many people she met were completely convinced about how right they were. She wanted to have a positive influence, but was afraid that if she spoke, she would do more harm than good. 
Ironically, her work focused on empowering people to find their voice. But in this situation, she was unable to find her own. Then she looked into her mind and found where she was stuck. She was being too judgmental of others. She could easily see the rigidity in others' hearts, but she realized that until she could soften her own heart, her speech would be ineffective. Coming to terms with what we find in ourselves can be painful, but if we can learn to sit with the raw pain of that self-discovery, if we can sit with and bear that uncomfortable feeling, that itself will soften our heart. It will make us more humble, because all of us are really quite vulnerable when we speak to others unskillfully, from our reactivity, it's all too easy to open up wounds. But when we speak from our own vulnerable good heart, what comes out of our mouths is more likely to be healing than divisive. Instead of making others feel bad about ourselves, our speech can help them connect to what is best within themselves. Skillful communication is based on discernment. We need discernment to know when it's time to speak and when it's not. When it's time to say firmly, stop, that's hurtful. Or to speak softly and gently. Most of all, we need discernment about ourselves. What triggers or hooks us? How do we reach the point where our discomfort spills out into actions we regret? What calms our agitated mind instead of pouring kerosene on the fire? I often quote Shanti Deva, a great Buddhist sage from the 8th century, whose writings are widely taught to this day. His advice to keep ourselves from escalating is to remain like a log of wood. He lists many provocative situations and then recommends that we don't act or speak when they come up. Often people interpret this advice as repression, but the point is that remaining like a log interrupts the momentum of our habitual reactions, which usually make things worse. Instead of reacting, we rest with the moving, heightened energy that has arisen. We let ourselves just experience what we're experiencing. This slows down the process and allows some space to open up. It gives us a chance to discern our inner process and then do something different. And when we're interacting with another person, it also allows them a chance to cool down and connect with their basic goodness. Then she goes on to say, speaking from the heart doesn't just come to us automatically. It's not usually second nature. It's actually a skill that we need to work on. We need to keep refining our capacity to speak skillfully year after year for our entire lives. This process requires trial and error. One of her teachers said to her, that she had to learn the hard way. So, 
if you're if you haven't perfected that ability to remain like a log of wood, if you haven't perfected that, then uh, take heart. Because Pema Chodron's in her 80s, and she's saying that we need to work on this all of our lives. So uh, that's a wonderful thing, because if we're, if we're trying to be an observer of the world and trying to see the impermanence of everything and the fleeting nature of everything. Uh, we need to be working all the time as well on our own speech and how we are, uh, are we being reactive? Are we being able to uh, take things in and observe what we're taking in the same way we can look out and observe the weather and observe what's going on outside? Are we able to do that with our own internal processes, like what kind of speech we allow to come out? I know it's something that I'm really always aware of my need to work with. Uh, It's easy to be reactive. It's easy to be judgmental. And it's much more difficult to be an observer of that process within myself. And it's so much easier to let something come out that then I realize very quickly that it was judgmental or it was reactive and not, um, not from basic goodness. So I, I, really, I really like that. For some reason, it really ties in with impermanence for me. So, something to think about. But let's let's do a body scan now, and uh, just come fully present with into our bodies. And remember, when we do body scans and when we work with that awareness and that grounding of our bodies, we're not trying to make ourselves more solid, more dense. We're really trying to work with seeing exactly what this body is, recognizing the impermanence and how everything is always changing. So we're not trying to make ourselves be more totally stolid and and uh, stolid and solid. We're not trying to um, vindicate attention given to this body. We're trying to develop that awareness of the body as it changes. And everything is just constantly changing, which allows us to see the real, the nature of uh, everything just within our body. The changing, the aging. And it allows us to let go of our attachment to the body. It's not encouraging us to develop more of an attachment. It's allowing us to see what we need to do to keep the body healthy and to then let go of any kind of attachment to the things that don't serve serve that purpose and then get on with uh, get on with our practice, get on with learning to still our minds and be the observer and to 
not be not be using speech that's reactive, right? To be that log of wood. So just let your body become relaxed. Feel your spine. Lift it up. Or if you're on the floor, you can wiggle it out so it feels straight. Allowing your lungs to be able to take in air as your body breathes. As we begin, feel that your body is relaxed. And then as we move through the body, you may realize there are parts of your body that are not that relaxed. Might be holding tension. Might be holding tightness. And these might be places that are basically very habitual holding patterns for you. And if we can recognize those, we can learn to begin letting go of that pattern, that habit pattern. Learn to relax a little bit more, to let go more. That letting go might be letting go of your thoughts. But we do that very gently. We don't want to suppress thinking. We don't want to hold anything down that wants to come out. We allow our thoughts to keep moving through our minds. We don't want to, we can't force something that's impossible for us to, to will away. Our brains think, those thoughts move through our mind. What we can learn to do as we work with our minds is just to let the thoughts come and go. So let's learn to relax our entire body to be working with our mind that way. Start at the top of your head and just feel your skin and feel the hardness beneath your skin and little bit of flesh in there, but feel the hardness of your skull. And move down from the top of your head. It's like someone cracked an egg on the top of your head and it's just kind of running down in all directions. Be aware if there's any tightness in your scalp and in your head that you can feel tension. Or just be aware that it feels comfortable. Your head feels balanced. Go down through the back of your head and also down the front of your face. Is your forehead tensed up? Are your eyes or your eyebrows bunched together? Relax. Let go. Breathe in that oxygen that nurtures your body. And as you exhale, just relax. 
soften the muscles in your face. Let your lower jaw drop down just a little bit so your teeth don't touch. Relaxing that lower part of your face. And allow your head to be balanced at the top of your spine. Move down through your neck and into your shoulders. Meanwhile, your body is breathing for you. And if you allow that, your lungs to be open, then your body will begin to breathe more deeply, just naturally. It'll breathe in and the oxygen will go down to the bottom of the lungs and you can feel, feel your breath more in your tummy than you do in the top of your lungs. From your shoulders, go down into your upper arms. Then your lower arms. And move through your joints, move through your elbows and feel them and down from your lower arms, feel your wrist. Are they relaxed? Do they feel comfortable? Move into your hands, through your fingers, relaxing. Now come back to your upper trunk, into your chest again. You can be aware of your body breathing in your chest but we want to feel it more in our breath, in our belly. Move down from your chest into the area in your chest where your heart is and then just below that your stomach and your liver down into your abdomen. Letting your belly be soft so you can be aware of your breathing there. Be aware of your hips and how you're seated. Is it comfortable? Is there pain anywhere? Relax into a comfortable position. Move down through your hips, into your upper legs. Through your knees. into your lower legs, 
into your ankles, down into your feet, all the way through your toes. And when you're done, you can come back and just observe your body breathing. Now send those kind thoughts to yourself. May I be well, may I be safe, and may I feel safe in this, in this world. May I be content. May I dwell in peace. And for today, be thinking about being non-reactive. It's okay to respond with silence and give yourself that extra time before you speak. Maybe silence is the correct way often to even answer a question. Spend time with yourself. Learn to know yourself. Now send these same good thoughts out to your loved ones. May my loved ones be well. May they feel safe in this world. May they be content. May they be free from fear and worry and anxiety. May they dwell in peace. Now just allow yourself to radiate these feelings of metta, of goodwill, of kindness, of friendliness. Out through all of your other acquaintances, all of the other strangers in your world. Out to your difficult people, your challenges. And eventually just be realizing that you are radiating this quality of goodwill and kindness out to infinity, radiating it out throughout this world to all living beings, human and non-human, beings being born and beings dying, beings invisible to us, 
There are no enemies. Only allow the connections. We're sending goodwill. It's a boundless quality. May all beings be free from suffering and the causes of suffering. May all beings be free from fear and worry and anxiety, free from hunger and thirst and the extremes of the weather. May all beings be able to care for themselves and their loved ones. And may those who cannot care for themselves be cared for lovingly by others. If you can keep sitting, just stay with your breath. No need to pay attention to your thoughts, just allow them to come and go. Be with your breath. Have a beautiful day. Try to be a log. A contented, happy log. And be an observer of yourself in everything you do today. And make peace with yourself. Thank you for being here. I'll be with you again on Tuesday.